Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, a heavy burden rests on Chuck Riggs. As, torn between a sense of honor and a living fear of his uncle, he hears his mother champion the appeal that Clark Kent has addressed to him. Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. Say, doesn't it give your day a good start to know that you're going to hitch up your chair to a good breakfast? Well, that's why Kellogg's Pep had so many breakfasts so many mornings. Because Pep makes such a terrific dish, right away you want to eat the hearty sort of meal that sends you tearing off to work or play in a good mood. Yes, sir. Kellogg's Pep is a slick treat. It's crisp for one thing, and every single whole wheat flake is so tender and toasty, why it practically melts in your mouth. And Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's famous for sparkling sunshine flavor. Every single spoonful is sunny and golden toasted as can be. Besides, Kellogg's Pep is good for you. Sure, every single bowl gives you solid whole wheat nourishment plus. So you're on the beam if you polish that bowl clean as a whistle. And nowadays, gang, it's particularly important to eat up all your pep because we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. Remember that when Mom brings Kellogg's pep home from the grocers. Don't waste it. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and finish up every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Make sure to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. When a band of robed and hooded hate mongers, known as the Clan of the Fiery Cross, attacked the boy pitcher of the Unity House baseball team because he was Chinese, editor Perry White offered a reward of $5,000 to anyone who could reveal their identity. That night, the vengeful clan seized White and Jimmy Olsen and took them to a hideout in the hills where they prepared to tar and feather them. But a storm had swept the barrels of tar into the river, and Matt Riggs, the Grand Scorpion, returned to Metropolis for more. Meanwhile, Clark Kent had published a front-page letter in the Daily Planet addressed to the unknown boy who had phoned him on the night the hooded bigots had attacked the Chinese youngster. Kent appealed to the boy to reveal the identity of the Klansman, never dreaming that he was Chuck Riggs, the nephew of their leader. As we continue now, Chuck and his mother are at the breakfast table. Chuck is torn between his desire to help Jimmy and his fear of the clan's vengeance. Listen. If I only knew what to do. If you only knew what to do about what, Chuck? Oh, nothing, Mom. Nothing. Now, don't lie to me, Chuck Riggs. That's the third time you've said that about not knowing what to do. You've got something on your mind. No. Honest, Mom, it's just... Just... Just uh... what? Now, come on now. Out with it. 
Are you in some kind of trouble? Oh, for gosh sakes, can't you let a fellow alone? Well, not till you tell me what trouble you're in. I'm your mother I'm and I... am not in any trouble, I tell you. It's just that... Well, I've been thinking about this boy in the Daily Planet. The one Mr. Kent wrote that letter to. Oh, do you know who he is? I didn't say that. I... Well, I've been thinking. Wondering what I'd do if I was that kid. Oh, is that all that's bothering you, son? Sure, so Look, Mom... Suppose you were that kid. What would you do? I'd go to Mr. Kent, of course. I'd tell him all I knew about those ruffians and their sheets and hoods, and I'd see them all in jail. Sure, but suppose they... They have no right picking on people because they go to a different church or because the good Lord saw fit to give them a different color skin. Who were they to question the Lord's way of doing things? I know you're right, Mom, but... But if the boy Mr. Kent means squealed and the clan found out, they... There's no telling what they do to him. Well, he shouldn't think of that. It's just like Mr. Kent's letter here says. Not only Jim Olson, but every other boy in the United States is in danger, unless that plan of the fiery cross is broken up. Well, land's sakes, Chuck. How do you know that they won't say tomorrow they don't like the church you or I go to? Or the color of our eyes? And decide to do something to me or you? Never thought of it that way. You're right, Mom. I'm going to do like you say. You're going to do what? Oh, I... I got to do something right away before maybe it's too late. Well, where are you going, Chuck? Uncle Matt. Oh, well, morning, Matt. I didn't hear you come home. Uh, just sit right down. I'll have your breakfast in a jiffy. Never mind, sir. Never mind. I got to leave again right away. Say, come on out to the garage with me, will you, Chuck? I'd like to talk to you about something. But I... Uh, I got to get to school. It won't take long. Come on. <laughs> you want to talk to me about, Uncle Matt? I noticed a copy of the Daily Planet on the breakfast table in there. Did you see Clark Kent's letter on the first page addressed to some boy? Y- yes, sir. I saw it. That boy isn't you, is it, Chuck? What? You heard me. Did you phone Kent that something happened to Tommy Lee that night? Me? Oh, gosh, what, what makes you think it was me? I don't know. I'm just hoping it wasn't you, that's all. Because I'd hate for something bad to happen to my own nephew. What do you mean? I mean that if that boy was you, Chuck, even though you're my brother's son, I'd see that you were tarred and feathered. You would? Yes, the work of the clan of the Fiery Cross must go on. If anybody tries to stop it, even if it's my own flesh and blood, blood, it'll go hard on him. Do you understand? Yes, sir. I understand. Good. You see, Chuck, you're the only outsider who ever attended a clan meeting. Since that night, you're being watched. I have? Yes. Somebody is watching you every second. So if you were the boy Kent's looking for and you did try to go to the police, well, you wouldn't have a chance, you see. Yeah. I see. I want you to remember that. Now, come on, get in that truck. In the truck? What for? I'm taking a barrel of slip... Well, if cement up to a customer and I pass your school on the way. You were going to school, weren't you? Yeah. Sure, of course I was. All right, come on, then. I'll see you get there. Direct. Terrified and with all thought of going to Clark Kent abandoned, Chuck Riggs climbs into the truck beside his uncle and is driven to school. Sometime later, as the sun blazes down on the little clearing in the hills used by the clan of the Fiery Cross as a hideout, Jimmy Olsen and Perry White are in a small cave, outside of which two robed and hooded clansmen stand guard. Across the clearing, a wood fire tended by other robed and hooded bigots, burned under a huge bucket of tar. 
which is beginning to bubble and steam. I just about got the wire off my wrist, Mr. White. There. Now I'll get it off yours. Uh, I don't know what good it'll do, Jim. We can't get away from these scoundrels. There are too many for us. We can try, can't we? We're just not going to stand still and let them tar and feather us, are we? I still don't believe they'll really go through with it. I do. That Grand Scorpion, or whatever they call him, is half crazy. <laughs> there. You're free. <sighs> That's a relief. The hands and arms are numb as boards. Hey, what's that smell? Hot tar. I guess it... It's almost ready for us. Now, don't talk like that. They wouldn't dare go through with this. They still think they can scare me into a... Uh-oh. Get away from the cave entrance. What's the matter? Get back, I said. Here comes there. Hi, monkey buck. Keep your hands behind your back. They're still tied. Okay. I guess this... This is it, Chief. Now, don't go to pieces, Jim. Now, listen. When they take us out of the cave, make a break for those woods across the clearing. We couldn't make it. You said yourself there were too many of these guys. We've got to try. Quiet now, quiet here comes Mr. Grand Scorpion and another one. Now remember, as soon as we're out of the cave, make a break. Okay. Well, White, you've had plenty of time to think over my proposition and to smell that hot tar. Have you changed your mind? What do you mean? You know what I mean. Will you agree to stop attacking us in your newspaper, withdraw your reward from information about us, and publish a story saying that the clan of the Fiery Cross was not responsible for the attack on that Chinese boy and his father? Never. All right. We'll see how brave you are when the first brush full of hot tar touches your skin. Ralph, bring him along. Okay. Come on, you. Take your hands off of me. We can walk without your help. Get going, then. Come on, Jim. Remember. Okay. Hey, their hands are untied. Come on, Jim, run. No, you don't. Splash, you let go of me. Oh, no, no. Okay, I'm going to get one sock at you. I'm going to tear that hood off your face. Never mind, Joe. We got him. There. Now I can see your dirty face. Why, you... Jeepers. It's Mr. Riggs. Who? Chuck Riggs' uncle. You made a great mistake when you tore my hood off, Mr. White. Now that you know who I am, well, I can see we got to change our plan. Change our plan? Yes. We can't just tar and feather you and let you go. Well, what do you mean? I mean, Olson, that now and you, Mr. White, must die. Slate-colored, half-mad eyes gleaming like those of a jungle beast. Matt Riggs, Grand Scorpion of the Clan of the Fiery Cross, condemns Jimmy Olsen and Perry White to death. Will his murderous sentence be carried out? We'll know in just a moment. So stand by for the tense climax of today's episode. You know, this week's pep dish of the week is sure making history. History of good breakfast eating, of course. Shows you how much Kellogg's pep can do for fresh fruit. You tried it yet? It's called a pep pyramid, named for the pyramids of Egypt. And here's the idea. Pile your serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, in your bowl in the shape of a pyramid. Around the base, scatter some fruit, you know, like juicy red raspberries. Top with milk and sugar, and then just taste it. Mmm, what a treat. Fact is, no matter how you serve it, Kellogg's Pep makes a treat that is a treat. That sparkling sunshine flavor, for instance. You can't beat that for tickling your taste. And Pep's tender crispness makes a hit with your appetite, too. And the way those delicate whole wheat flakes practically melt in your mouth. Just show me a fellow or girl who wants to stop eating until that bowl of Pep is polished off clean. And you know, gang, that's one way to keep from wasting cereal. Another way is to pour it out carefully. And it's especially important nowadays, gang, not to waste cereal when we're sending the grains to fellows and girls across the seas. 
Keep that in mind when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocer's. Eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Just as Matt Riggs was condemning Jimmy Olsen and Perry White to death, Clark Kent returned to the Daily Planet after another vain search for his friends. Beanie Martin, the copy boy, follows him into his office. Where's this lane, Beanie? She went out just a little while ago. Oh? She said she couldn't stand just sitting around and waiting anymore. I know how she feels. Look at Mr. Kent. If we could just get hold of Superman, I'll bet you he could find Jim and Mr. White. Well, he hasn't been able to so far. You mean he's been looking? Sure, and so have the police. Well, if we could only learn the identity of a single member of the clan of the Fiery Cross, I'd make him lead us to the others. Nobody came in to tell us anything about them. And we offered $5,000 reward, too. Yeah, well, whoever might know about the clan is afraid to talk, Beanie. They're afraid they might be caught later and tarred and feathered. Yeah, I was counting on the boy who phoned me that night. I was sure he'd come in after that open letter on the planet this morning. I guess he was afraid of being tarred and feathered, too. I suppose so. Gee, if I only knew who he was. You think he knows who the Klansmen are, huh? I'm sure he does. He knew all about what was going to happen to Tommy Lee that night and where they were taking him. He was very worried about Tommy. Say, wait a minute. Beanie, I think I've got it. Huh? Got what? I think I can find that boy. Keep your fingers crossed, Beanie, and pray hard that I'm not too late. Springing from his chair, Clark Kent rushes from his office. What has he thought of? And will it lead him to Chuck Riggs? Every second counts now because high in the hills, miles from Metropolis, Jimmy Olsen and Perry White face death at the hands of the fanatical men of hate, the clan of the Fiery Cross. Monday's episode is packed with excitement, fellows and girls, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, a dog likes having his own feeding dish and his own bed. And I bet you he likes his own food, too, instead of yours, if you give him Kellogg's Grow-Pup dog food. Grow-Pup has a grand, meaty flavor dogs go for, and it helps keep them husky, too. Helps give them strong bones and teeth and muscles. There are three different kinds of Grow-Pup, all of them wonderful for your dog. There's Grow-Pup ribbon, Grow-Pup meal, and Grow-Pup pellets. Ask Mother to get Kellogg's Grow-Pup today. See if your dog doesn't go for it right off the bat. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.